What makes a song perfect? Does it get stuck in your head? Give you all the feels? Make you get up and dance? Is it just personal taste? Join us as we attempt to answer these questions and more. This is The Perfect Song. Birds flying high, you know how I feel. Sun in the sky, you know how I feel. Breeze drifting on by, you know how I feel. Hello and welcome to the Gen Explainers podcast, The Perfect Song. Today's song is Feeling Good by Nina Simone, and it was nominated by Mike. So Mike, why don't you give us a, just a little bit about this, uh, about this song? Um, there wasn't a whole lot of information of like the, the genesis of the song, except uh, that it was originally written for uh, a stage musical called The Roar of the Grease Paint, The Smell of the Crowd, um, which is, did, did not become like a major hit. Butterflies all having fun, you know what I mean. Sleep in peace when day is done. That's what I mean. Um, the song itself, however, became a major hit when Nina Simone took it uh, to a, another level and created a, a, a soulful... Um, version of it. And I'm feeling good. Fish in the sea, you know how I feel. River running free, you know how I feel. Her recording was what made the song popular. The, the musical itself did not make the song popular at all. Um, but it was written by other people, uh, which is a, a lot of uh, a lot of songs in that era, especially in the 60s, were written by others. You know, we've talked about Carole King on other podcasts, stuff like that. Yeah. They wrote songs for other people, and that was a major, major uh, thing back then. And so, I mean, Nina Simone herself... Um, is one of those iconic figures. She's on the level of like an Aretha Franklin for the genre, kind of a artist that people tend to cover a lot and also have impacted and influenced a lot of people. Yeah, so, I noticed. I did notice it was covered by a lot of people. It was. It was. Mm -hmm. Muse, Muse even covered. All right, it. right. And I'm feeling. So it, it is one of those songs that has had dramatic effects on music, the art form, and also just uh, in, in, in various genres. And so it is it is something that I think that uh, to, to speak about is really, you have to go back to the original, but at the same time, uh, you could talk about it as a, as a song that could be translated in many different ways. So... Yeah, and I think as a song, even though she's covering it too, I think most of those other covers um, were inspired by her version. <laughs> they are. What I, what I find so interesting is that um, 
she takes a song that is about feeling good and a, and it's it's a, it's an empowerment song and actually i i read about the original play it, yeah. the play the play itself was about empowerment i think uh, what i wrote what i read was um someone had written an article about about um the song itself basically they said you know it's a it's a song of emancipation it's about i am finally free it's not just like i'm feeling good because i'm free and that's always been this way it is one of like well you know how i feel now you know and and i think in the play it was that was sort of the uh the angle as well but she really brings her her soul to it and really just you know blows it up so good yeah well I, I, one of the quotes that i highlighted in my notes was that the play uh, it was a quote unquote cur curious allegorical musical about power class and race uh -huh. <laughs> um and that doesn't come through necessarily in the song itself however i can see how that would fit into a in, into that kind of uh, uh narrative yeah um yeah. because it is it is something that it's giving power to the person who's singing it and that's what i find so interesting about this song al why don't you go talk about your you know feelings about the song uh, sure. So I will say that I think it's a great song. I have yet to hear a Nina Simone song that I didn't love. Um, and I love it's kind of sort of sparsely arranged at first. And then those horns come in part of the way through. It's very powerful, I think. And her voice, you know, we spoke about this a little bit when we talked about a Eurythmic song. You know, her voice is her voice is the lead instrument in this song. And they give the arrangement gives her all that kind of space. And it's she's just a, such a powerful uh, force, not just through her voice, but you can feel the sheer force of her personality in her singing. And yeah, uh, yeah no, this song is fantastic. And like many, uh, Powerful, groundbreaking songs. It was used in a Volkswagen commercial. I actually, re I actually remember the commercial and the song with it. Oh, the first time I've heard the name or heard Nina Simone was uh, a reference in a movie. I believe, Mike, it was, I think it might have been multiple movies at the time. There was a big Nina Simone thing going on at the time because it was in a couple movies. So this is uh, Nina Simone. Mm -hmm. You got her from me, remember? Yeah, there was a time where I, I realized the 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 references to her were in pop culture but i really didn't discover her music really myself until later yeah yeah and i you know i, I think possibly it might have been the commercial or you know sometimes that's what happens with songs like you know we wouldn't i would not have necessarily been exposed to this song or nina simone songs growing up if my parents didn't listen to that and they didn't uh as far as i know but like someone at a ad agency says this is a great song we should put it with our footage of a car driving in the mountains and uh and then people hear it and go wow what is that and then it becomes this crazy like domino effect of you know gets popular again but that's the, i think that's the first time i heard the name nina simone was in a movie someone referenced it i really want to go buy a car now yeah it makes me want to buy a volkswagen passat <laughs> Yeah, well, when you hear the song, you do think of a Volkswagen song. 
it's That's such so evocative of the power of a facade. Uh, so yeah, Alan, you mentioned the uh, the arrangement of it, how it starts out with just her voice, and then the sort of this really like swinging brass comes in, and and it really takes off. And that makes it feel a little bit of its time, but it also just works works perfectly to sort of match like, and then she comes and matches that kind of like power you know with her voice yeah. and by the end she's just it's just like wow <laughs> yeah i don't know if it's the actual recording or if it's the fact that the way she interacts with it but that yeah the the arrangement is very typical for its time but it has an extra swagger i think in this song amazing where you turn a song about empowerment into something that's really sexy at the same time she adds that to it because that's how that's her that's her vocal delivery and that's the passion i mean that passion could be yeah like read as sexy but could also just be read as like as passion as like she's feeling something deep down and she's expressing it vocally you know what i mean and 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 it's passion yeah, and, and I, I think people, um, since we're talking about her, I think people should go watch the documentary about her called What Happened, Miss Simone, which is yeah. freaking amazing. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. I think it's on my list like every other movie in the world. It's such a great documentary about her, and this song plays a pivotal role in the actual documentary. The little I know about her personal life, I think she was uh, considered uh, difficult, but if, you know, if you're a genius, you can do that kind of thing. Oh, especially if you're a woman genius. Yeah, especially. Yeah. Exactly. And that, that label is such a thing people put on women who are strong. You get into mm -hmm. that. It's a different I, issue. I, I've been called difficult, too, at times. So, <laughs> Well. <laughs> yes, but you've never been called a woman. That's, that's true. That's true. That's true. You're always, a, you're always a woman to me <laughs> and Billy Joel. We hope you're enjoying this Gen Explainers podcast. Remember to find us and follow us on social media. Give us a like, a follow, or support us on Patreon. And we'd much appreciate a five-star rating on the podcast platform of your choice. Now, let's get back to the show. All right. So, yeah. Okay. That, that's, uh, I think we all agree it's a great song. Very yes. great song. Do we agree that it's a perfect song. Well, Mike, you you go first, your song. I, I, I'm not sure we're all gonna agree, but I do think it's a perfect song. Uh, of all the songs we've discussed, it's one of my top of all time. So um, I do I do feel the song itself uh, is perfect in many different ways uh, from what we've talked about, but also just its impact on uh, the whole musical world too. So yeah, I do think it's perfect um, for uh, the ways we discuss, but also just it's timeless. It really is. Like you can listen to it now, listen to it when it came out, what in '64, um, and still it's relevant now as it was as as relevant now as it was back then. So yeah, how about you, Al? Perfect. 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 It is perfect. It's perfect. Well, I'm gonna say yeah, it is. It's perfect. Um, yeah, it's it's fantastic and it's perfect. It can't be done better. 
No. And, and a no. lot of people have tried. And a lot to, of people tried. Uh, so maybe they weren't trying to do it better, but they had tried. And yeah, the other interpretations don't come don't come near it. I think. No. So we all agree again. Perfect, perfect, perfect. That's a turkey. That's a turkey. That's right. <laughs> Bring in the bowling crowd. (laughs) The bowling demographic is a huge one. (laughs) All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Perfect Song. Uh, Nina Simone, you owe it to yourself to check out the catalog. And we will speak to you later. Say bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this Gen Explainers podcast. Follow us on Instagram and friend us on Facebook. Just search for Gen Explainers and find us on Patreon, where you can support the channel and gain access to extended cuts of the podcast as well as exclusive bonus content. See you next time.